the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Remember when it was just about looking sharp? I don't know how old you have to be to remember when just about every sports event you saw on television was sponsored by Gillette, uh, including the Friday night fights back when boxing was a big, big deal. It was always uh, the Gillette Cavalcade of Sports. And that theme song became so popular that just about every high school band and lots of college bands played it at halftime of football games. Here's an old one from a long time ago. From the 50s, it's Pee Wee Reese of the Dodgers. And when the announcer's talking here, the visual is old Brooklyn Dodgers. uh, Roy Campanella, Don Zimmer, and Pee Wee shaving. Listen. Pee Wee Reese has a way with Dodger rookies or Sandlot youngsters. Pee Wee, you do a lot of work with boys. Not work, Al. I like baseball and kids. I enjoy helping teenagers start right. Well, that's around shaving age. And you give them pointers on personal appearance, too? Yes. A boy has more self-respect when he's clean-shaved. I tell him to use a Gillette razor, Al. You said it. The Gillette Super Speed Razor. And today there are three. Light for sensitive skin and most younger men. Regular for average skin and beard. Heavy for men who like the heft and feel of a heavier razor. Each is different, precisely engineered. One has the right blade edge exposure, edge angle, and weight to shave you in a breeze. Comfortable, good-looking shaves you may never have had before. And convenient, you change blades and rinse clean so. Choose your Gillette Super Speed Razor. $1.29 with Gillette Blue Blade Dispenser in handy travel case. Handy travel case, $1.29, and, um, and a young man uh, who's clean-shaven has more self-respect. So um, there wouldn't be a lot of people out. Not a lot of guys out there with self-respect right now because uh, nobody shaves anymore. But anyway, at least a clean-shaven, not very many. So it was all about shaving and looking sharp, and that's what all the razor blade and shaving cream commercials were about. Uh, Noxzema shaving cream had this ad with the theme from The Stripper, the song The Stripper, uh, and the visual was a guy stroking with the razor to the music with a blonde Swede. Uh, listen. Nothing takes it off like Noxzema medicated shave. <laughs> Take it off. Take it all off. Nothing takes it off, life. Noxima medicated shade. How closer you So that's how razor blades were sold to men back when, you know, men were men, or at least men were allowed to be men. Uh, now, and, and what this is all leading up to, the new commercial by Gillette. A little deviation from the usual, the best a man can be. This should make you want to puke. Uh, that was my reaction anyway. Bullying. The Me Too movement against sexual harassment. masculinity. Is this the best a man can get? We can't hide from it. Sexual harassment is taking over. It's been going on far too long. We can't laugh it off, making the same old excuses. Boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. But something finally changed. Allegations regarding sexual assault and sexual harassment. And there will be no going back. Because we 
we believe in the best in men. Men need to hold other men accountable. To say the right thing, to act the right way. Some already are, in ways big and small. I am strong. I am strong. But some is not enough, because the boys watching today will be the men of tomorrow. Yeah, that's where we're going. Well, actually, we're not going there. We're already there. And so now if you're a guy and you just sit down to watch a football game, when it comes time for the razor blade or shaving cream commercial, you get scolded and told to shape up and cut out the toxic masculinity. That's going to be the theme today, I guess, uh, which is a common theme around here anyway, I know. But there was a time when I wanted to call this show Toxic Masculinity, but I couldn't get it past the censors. And in our second half hour, we're going to have a psychologist on to talk about the ridiculous guidelines put out by the American Psychological Association last week. We actually spent some time on that stupidity with columnist D.C. McAllister, I think on Thursday or Friday, and, and she did a really good job of making fun of it. You'll actually found out, find out why, and this is interesting, when you want to get through to your son or grandson, you should do it while you're playing catch. There's a, there's a physical reason for doing that not just because young boys like to play catch it's because there's it's physically better for them because of their brains to be learning while they're doing something this guy will tell you that uh, men's and women's brains are different as shocking as that may be and why single sex education instead of being eliminated should be on the rise and after this break we uh we tend some time spend some time talking about a piece about women in combat and whether that's a good idea we'll do that when we come back Have you written a book and want to get it published? Christian Faith Publishing helps thousands of authors just like you publish their books with a company dedicated to strong Christian values. To help you get started, we want to send you our free author submission kit. Christian Faith Publishing reviews every book submitted to us. And if your book is approved, we'll edit, design, copyright, protect, print, and distribute your book online and in bookstores everywhere. Imagine seeing your book in specialty Christian bookstores, Amazon, iTunes, Barnes & Noble, and many others. It could happen, and it all starts with one call to Christian Faith Publishing at 800-566-1012 for your free author submission kit. If you have a novel, children's book, poetry, biography, or any inspirational work you've written, we can help you get it published today. Shouldn't you work with a publisher who shares your Christian values of integrity and honesty? You can get your book published. So call for your free author submission kit right now. Call 800-566-1012. That's 800-566-1012. 800-566-1012. Are you about to pay double for roof replacement or repair? If you haven't called Windows or Us, you just might. Many companies are overcharging area homes and businesses nearly double. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is more than a window company. They're the area's premier exterior replacement company for siding, doors, gutters, downspouts, and roof replacement and repair. Factory certified by North America's largest roof manufacturer, Windows R Us will never overcharge. You'll love their no-pressure sales approach, straightforward pricing, and the fastest turnaround in the business. Right now, get zero interest for 12 months on up to $20,000. Windows R Us will match any competitor's price. No hidden fees or surprises ever. Schedule a free roof inspection today. Mention AM 1250 for an exclusive 10% off. Why pay double? Visit the area's premier exterior replacement company. Windows R Us, more than a window company. Visit windowsruspittsburgh.com. Pat Boone here again, and I assure you, I have never before endorsed a pain relief product. Not until now. Not until Relief Factor came along as a 100% drug-free solution for people struggling with ordinary pain. Quite simply, Relief Factor was designed by doctors to help relieve those occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, and everyday living. Let me ask you, are aches and pains keeping you from sleeping through the night? Or keeping you from taking those nice long walks or playing golf or tennis? You can't really call it living if you can't get around comfortably. The three-week quick start from Relief Factor may be all you need to lower or even eliminate these pains. A whole lot of people have already gone to relieffactor.com, and here's something you need to know. The majority of people who order the three-week quick start, now only $19.95, go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain, too. Go to Relief Factor. 
The average person considers estate planning just for the wealthy. Attorney Michelle Conti, host of Conti's Law on estate planning for the everyday person. There's a lot that goes into it. People take more time picking out what car they're going to buy, where they're going to go to dinner, as opposed to what happens to my children. The state will dictate who gets what if you don't indicate who is to receive your stuff upon your passing. We want to make sure we plan appropriately so that they get the best of both worlds. They continue to receive the benefit and they get the inheritance. The other thing you have to think about is tax planning. We try to be proactive in the approach that we minimize any type of tax consequence when somebody dies, depending on the value of the estate. These taxes range anywhere from 45 to 40%. So we try to make sure that the beneficiary will receive as much as they legally are able to. Hear more on Conti's Law, Sunday morning at 8.30, here on The Answer. For immediate help, visit ContiLawPGH.com. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Okay, we're waiting for uh, Heather McDonald. We hope to have her here. She uh, said she would call in. It's, um, she's the author of The Diversity Delusion, but she also writes great stuff on topics that I like and we like on this show. We've had her on a couple of times. She uh, is a... Uh, uh, a member of the Manhattan Institute. She also writes columns for the Washington Post, and um, her her um, her columns appear at, at the Manhattan Institute. But she talks about um, women in combat. And we're talking about this uh, this issue with the. Uh, if, if you're just tuning in, I played a bunch of old uh, shaving commercials because Gillette has a has a commercial out now that's about. Uh, well, it's basically scolding men for being men and 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 telling them to, you know, watch the toxic masculinity and and um, and the the commercials. It's a TV commercial, so it's got uh, the visuals are men doing men things and a couple of young boys rolling around in the grass fighting, which is you know what young boys do. And so the um, the object is to get men to behave better. And instead of trying to sell you a razor blade, they scold you, which I don't think is a real good idea for an ad. But that's um, that's what they're doing, and I I mean that's what the, that's what they're that's what they are. Um, they're, they're I know they want to have a message and they want to show how wonderful and progressive they are. But if you're a guy sitting there watching a football game. First of all, there's a chance you're not going to see the commercial because when the commercials come on, you switch to the other game, which is another story about how games are televised now and how they uh, don't know where to put the commercials and they still think it's 1972. But uh, do you really want to be um, lectured about what you're doing wrong as a man and you know told to, told to straighten up? And uh, we have a guest coming on in the next half hour who, who's going to talk about... Um, this uh, this report, or I guess it more more of a, a guidelines that came out from uh, the American Psychological Association, telling which is basically treating uh, masculinity as a, a pathological it's a disease that you have to overcome if you're a man, and it's uh, a guidelines on how to treat men and boys uh, if you're a psycho- psychologist, and what they tell you is to um, teach young boys and men not to be boys and men. Uh, aggressiveness is not good. Um, uh, ag- aggressiveness isn't good. And, and leadership and thinking that you have to, you know, feeling the pressure of being a um, um, breadwinner, that, that's a bad idea. And it's, um, it's, that's what's out there now. That's what you got to deal with. And now you have a shaving commercial that's telling you that uh, you need to, you know, forget about watching the game here for a minute. We need to lecture you on how you should be um, if you're, you know, how you should act if you're a man. And what's interesting is that, you know, you look back at the the Caval, the Gillette, interestingly enough, used to be the main sponsor for boxing. And I can remember watching the Friday night fights, uh, the cavalcade of sports. And I actually can remember watching the night that uh, Benny Kid Perrette was killed in the ring. Uh, I went to bed early that night, and um, uh, it was on live national television on a Friday night. And that, that's when people paid serious attention to, uh, to boxing. But um, it's, you know, it's gotten to the point where you, that, that Gillette, 
which is a man's product. They also... Uh, Gillette makes Right Guard, and they've had the famous Right Guard commercials uh, for years on television. On you know, mostly uh, directed uh, and placed in um, in football games, uh, sporting events for men, and it's, it's Gillette. And they've now you can't you just you can't get away from it. You just they can't leave men alone. You have you have to be lectured about how there's something wrong with you because you're a man. And I, um, you know, how how far is it going to go? I mean, are you going to be able to? Should you, should you just stop watching football on on television? Um, you know, I mean, I, I I rarely watch the commercials anyway because I'm there's usually another game on and I'm over there watching that one. But uh, we do have Heather McDonald on the line now, and I um, we'll ask her about this about the women in combat, uh, Heather. Thank you for being here. Thanks for calling in. My pleasure, John. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, I uh, I was just babbling there for a minute, waiting for you because uh, my previous segment I I don't know if you've uh, you've uh, seen it yet. It's I don't know if it's actually been on the air yet, but it's up there on YouTube, and I saw it somewhere online today. Uh, Gillette, you know, Gillette Razors uh, has a new commercial out, and it's basically a lecture on telling men about their toxic masculinity and how they need to start behaving better. It's, it's, it's a Gillette shaving, uh, razor, razor commercial telling me that I need to start behaving better. I, knew, I know that's something that uh, would be thrilling to you. I, the way I know, I know, I'm familiar with your work, so I know that would be something so, you'd so, be interested so basically, in. Basically, uh, they, you know, emasculate men, no more beards, you know, have, <laughs> let's just castrate, castrate <laughs> every boy, you know, at two and be over with this thing. I mean, this is sort of being long and drawn out. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. But, but ultimately, it is it is the most profound war on males that have given us civilization. So. Uh, yeah, you know, I and I mean I don't know where I, I as I said before you came on I don't know you know where if you, if you if a guy can't sit down and watch a football game now without being lectured to about how he needs to behave better, uh, you know I I've already I already have an aversion to commercials anyway I you know I'm a man so I. I have a control the remote in my hand, and I switch it as soon as they come on anyway. But I saw that today, so I did basically the whole first part of my show running old Gillette commercials. And the one including, uh, there was a Noxema commercial. Uh, I don't know if you're old enough to remember it, but it was uh, Take It All Off, and it was a, this theme yeah. from the stripper. And, and the right. Swedish woman uh, was doing the voiceover with a man shaving to the... To the beat of the song, the stripper. So that's pretty good. But I don't think you get away with that now. That was a great one. No, that was a great one. You remember that? So, uh, oh, so sure. uh, women in combat. You wrote about that today. Uh, I don't have a whole lot of time. So why don't you just tell me basically what you uh, found in your piece that you wrote in the Wall Street Journal and at the Manhattan Institute today? Well, the military has been lowering physical standards as it must if it really wants to pursue this uh, gender equity agenda, which has nothing to do with improving the lethality of our fighting forces. War is about one thing, bringing the enemy to surrender uh, through targeted use of force at the least possible use loss of American life. Mm -hmm. Nobody would ever suggest that the way to increase the lethality of the American forces is to introduce female into, females into ground combat units. Not only does this inevitably put those units at a physical disadvantage, but there is no way to avoid... The introduction of Eros, which is the most powerful and disruptive force in human experience into ground combat units, which destroys cohesion, destroys the discipline that's necessary. We've already seen romances, sexual relationships uh, emerge between subordinates and superiors. These are fully consensual. This is not a case of sexual harassment. There is nothing, again, more inimical to the necessity and perception of fairness in the military that is the basis of, of males being willing to follow orders than the idea that their, their supervisor, their commander may be having sex with somebody in their unit. Uh, there's rivalries, jealousies that are breaking out. Women are pregnant. This is a huge disruption to combat readiness. This is only for one reason, to, to credentialize females for high-level high Pentagon jobs. Uh, this, I'm, I'm arguing that the next Secretary of Defense has to pull the plug on this ill-conceived political uh, uh, impair, uh, agenda we've got here. 
You say uh, credentialized. You mean that uh, you you can't move up in this Department of Defense if unless you have military experience or or it's harder to combat. Yeah. yeah. Although, oh, combat uh, has to be combat. Yeah. Combat experience has traditionally been necessary to become a four-star general. Now, I'm told that actually, not surprisingly, in our diversity-obsessed world, uh, females get promoted at a rate ahead of males, uh, regardless of their experience. But even if it were the case that combat was a uh, prerequisite for becoming a four-star general, who cares? You know, there are some places where the gender equity agenda has to take second place to what the mission of that institution is. And in the military, as I say, it's about winning wars. Yeah. And we are talking to Heather McDonald, who, by the way, has a book out called The Diversity Delusion. So this is a subject uh, close to her heart. Um, so, uh, yeah, and you, you mentioned arrows, and you did not mean the kind of arrows that you put in a quiver. You're talking about E-R-O-S, and that... Uh, I'm talking about the Greek, right, the thing that, that Plato wrote the symposium about, the thing that drives men and women crazy. Right. Uh, you know, that, that, that it destroys any sort of hierarchy, sanity, uh, and you cannot put men and women in close quarters uh, in, in these intense environments and expect that there are not going to be crushes, jealousies, attractions. And guess who really is not so thrilled about this? Wives or spouses. Mm -hmm. I spoke with a female who was a mathematician working on a uh, Navy destroyer in 89. She was the only female on board. She was doing mathematical work of, you know, working on, on, on sonar. And they were leaving the port of Manhattan in New York City. Everybody was waving on board the ship to the people on, on, the, on the shore, and a officer told her to go below deck so that the wives of the naval, of the sailors and officers, wouldn't see this young girl in their midst, uh, because they would rightly so, you know, think that this is going to be a source of competition for me. Well, and you know what, Heather? It's such such common sense. I went to an all-boys Catholic school, and uh, there were no girls, so uh, they hired a, a woman to run the uh, take care of the vending machines. She was a really nice-looking woman, and... I mean, for, to, to, to think that you can get away with having nothing but men in an enclosed area, where, especially when they're out on a ship, and then you're going to introduce a couple of women here and there as if there's not going to be a problem. Who, who, do, who, who doesn't think there's going to be a problem? Right. Well, you would think, but, but it's, the, the Pentagon is in complete denial. I talk about in the book, John, the, the encroaching diversity ideology that has taken over every single institution. The military is no exception. They have diversity metrics. They have set themselves quotas of 20% female in, in uh, military fighting units. Uh, they're doing microaggressions training. It is everywhere. Common sense is completely out the window. I was talking with a Marine commander who was in Afghanistan uh, in a base that was operating early on in the war, was taking casualties. The, it was extremely disciplined because every time the men would step outside the base, they were getting shot at. Well, a female engagement team showed up. These are females that are there to try and do outreach uh, to the local female population. It's a, it's a valid yeah. activity, uh, but they're not in combat. You know, they're, they're trying to be sort of translators and liaisons. He walked into the common room one night, and he said the discipline, it was, went from being an orderly place to the atmosphere of an eighth-grade dance. Not surprising. The, yep. the females were all in the middle of the room. The guys were clustered around them, and one guy was doing a handstand. <laughs> Yeah. You know, all of a sudden, you know, we've got males showing off for the females. Wow. I, I'm out of time, Heather. I really appreciate you calling in. And they can see this uh, piece uh, at the Wall Street Journal at, at the Manhattan Institute. Thank you. Thank you, John. Okay. That's Heather McDonald. She wrote the book uh, Diversity Delusion. And she's been a guest here a few times and always like having her on. We'll be back. Stick around.
With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. President Trump took his border wall message to an annual farmers convention in New Orleans today. In a speech to farmers, the president touted his trade and farm policies, but he also made the case for building a wall on the southern border, assuring farmers that they will still be able to get the immigrant help they need. We're going to make that actually easier for them to help the farmers because you need you need these people. The president said a wall or barrier will strengthen national security, and he blamed 2020 presidential politics on the Democrats' refusal to fund the wall. Greg Clugston, Washington. The man suspected of abducting Jamie Kloss washed out of the U.S. Marine Corps after a little more than a month. Jake Thomas Patterson wrote in his high school yearbook of his plans to join the Marines after graduation. But military records show he lasted only about five weeks. On Wall Street, they're down by 86 points. The Nasdaq dropped 65. This is SRN News. Pat Boone again. And I've never before endorsed a pain relief product of any kind until now, until Relief Factor. My wife is thrilled because of her neck and shoulder pain. And let's face it, almost everybody over 50 has occasional aches and pains due to aging or exercise. And the three-week quick start is now discounted to only $19.95. It's 100% drug-free, and the majority of people who order it go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain, too. Go to relieffactor.com. I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's premier home purchase lender. We've created a new way to protect you from unpredictable interest rates. Our exclusive rate shield approval. First, we lock your interest rate for up to 90 days. Then if rates go up, your rate stays locked. But if rates go down, your rate drops. Either way, you win. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate shield approval only valid on certain 30-year fixed rate loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply. Jay Sekulow explains a way the president could get the wall done. Under 50 U.S.C. Code, Section 1621, it authorizes the president to exercise during periods of national emergency various actions that he can take, including, uh, that would include, of course, in our view, legally speaking, the ability to utilize funds. Uh, and there are funds available to appropriate to uh, construct the, the, the border security fence. Jay Sekulow Live, weeknights at 6, right before Larry Elder at 7, at AM 1250. The answer. Bureaucrats seem to serve up new public policies every day. Keep abreast of them at Colin McNichol at large. A thrice weekly look at the latest proposals. The quick, insightful read pulls no punches when it comes to bad policies fueled by dubious economics or government ignoring its intended limited role. But there are good public policies, and they won't be ignored. Don't miss Colin McNichol at large every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Only at AlleghenyInstitute.org. Losing business to online companies? Competitors using social media to rob you of sales? Is your current website five years behind the times or even one? Contact us at Salem Surround. Digital marketing that surrounds potential customers with your message wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review. We offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest methods that could dramatically increase bottom line. Salem Surround takes the mystery of digital marketing off your shoulders, letting you do what you do best, run your business, while we deliver customers. Is your business taking full advantage of digital communication to reach more people? Are your competitors ahead of you? Now there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. Healthy pets, healthy people, focusing on a natural, holistic approach for human and animal wellness. Host Dr. Edmund Sokowski and his guests discuss various topics on health and wellness for us and our companion animals. Airs each Saturday, live from 9 to 10 in the morning on 1250 AM, The Answer. Giving you the opportunity to call in with your questions. A healthy pet is a happy pet and being healthy makes people happy. Tune in, listen, learn, be well. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Parkway West is looking a little bit sluggish inbound. Roslyn Farms Road to Carnegie and Parkway Center Drive to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Parkway East is sluggish outbound. Boulevard of the Allies to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel and some delays on the inbound side. Second Avenue to the Fort Pitt Bridge. Also looking busy outbound. Crosstown Boulevard as you head up to 28. Now outbound 28 slowdowns there. Veterans Bridge to approaching Grant Avenue from an earlier vehicle fire. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer, Weather. 
Partly cloudy tonight and cold with a low 18. It'll remain cold for tomorrow with a mix of clouds and sunshine. I will be near 30. Becoming cloudy tomorrow night with a low 26. And then Wednesday looks cloudy with flurries and a high of 36. Laurels see a more substantial snow that can accumulate an inch or so. Mixed rain and snows on the way Thursday into Thursday night. I'm meteorologist Frank Strait on AM 1250, The Answer. You're listening to the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Well, continuing with our theme here of the man show, I guess we'll call it, or we could call it toxic masculinity, as I said, but we we can't get away with that. But uh, we want to talk about the uh, guidelines that came out last week. We talked about it here on the show from the American Psychological Association. They basically said that uh, psychologists and psychiatrists, when working with boys, should tell them to stop acting like, you know, boys and men. And uh, we have now with us Michael Gurian. He's executive director of the Gurian Institute. He's written 32 books and a lot of them on the subject of letting boys be boys and saving boys from organizations like this. And he joins us now. Michael, thanks for being here. Hey, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. So uh, what did the American Psychological Association guidelines say? Uh, We talked about it here last week, by the way. Um, and, And where do you disagree with it? Well, they say, as, as you know, they, it, well, it's a good thing that now, really 25 years later, they have come out with something for, you know, for therapists and all of us in the psych profession. They've come out with something that talks about what's going on with boys and the, the crises boys face and, um, you know, and, and wants to help. So that's, that's a really good thing. The guidelines are basically making the case that we need to uh, kind of reorient Males, the, the therapist's job, the psychologist's job, everyone's job is, of course, to help males where they are. Um, but the the wedge in, which is the place where I would disagree with them, the wedge in is to kind of re- try to redirect masculinity. That masculinity itself is what's causing the crises that boys face. So we have to redirect that. Uh, that would be where I would disagree. And in your piece, you you talk a lot about the physical differences in, in the male and female brain and how maybe this. Uh this study or this uh, guideline from the American Psychological Association does not take that into account. It's kind of, that was interesting to me about the physical differences in the brain. Yeah, that's, that's really the crux of, of what's wrong here is, um, is that uh, it's the American Psychological Association and all of us in the psychology field are treating people's brains, but this has nothing to do with that, right? It's all kind of culture analysis of masculinity um, and and the male and the female brain are significantly different brains, and males and females access feelings and emotions and memories um, and trauma. They do this differently. And so, um, as you know from my article, I'm trying to get them to look at the brain, because if all we talk about is masculinity, we, we not only turn off most males out there, but we also aren't dealing with where, where males have issues and how therapists can adjust their practices to meet the needs of males. And we want to remember that most clients right now are female, and it's because the system, uh, the psychology system, is set up very much toward the female brain. Come sit in my office, talk to me for 50 minutes. Um, The male brain isn't set up to do that as well. So around, you know, three out of five or four out of five clients and patients are female who are doing long-term therapy. And we need to get more males in there. Uh, So we got to deal with training all these people psychologists, therapists, counselors, in the male brain. Uh, and, and these guidelines, unfortunately, continue this trend of the last 30 years of talking about males, but not talking about how their brains are set up. And you talk in your piece about, um, which I've really found uh, interesting and uh, surprising, that uh, you, you tell a story of a kid coming in for a, a, a session with you, and you immediately took him for a walk. You, you guys went out and walked, and then you came into your office and threw a ball back and forth. Why? Yeah. Well, it's because of how the male brain accesses uh, these emotions and memories, um, which is what we're trying to get guys to access, and, and females, everyone to access when they come into therapy. We want to help them. That means we have to get them to access feelings, emotions, memories, and um, males often need what we call cerebellum involvement. What that is is at the bottom of the brain is the cerebellum, and it's the doing center of the brain, right? We, everyone has it. Uh, but males' cerebellums are more active than females. So, um, so when I take them walking, I can get that cerebellum working, and as that cerebellum is working, it's going to send signaling up 
toward the um, memory centers of the brain, the areas where trauma is stored uh, in the midbrain, and it's also going to send signals up to the top where the words are. Uh, if I don't take that guy walking, right, uh, if, he j- if I just say, come sit still, what I'm saying to him is just use the front left of your brain to help me. And we want to remember that, um, that females are doing words and all this stuff I've just described. They're doing it on both sides of the brain. But males generally uh, only do words on the left and mainly in the front left. So when, when we tell a guy to sit down in a chair and talk, some guys can do it. They're very verbal. But, um, you know, a lot of guys cannot in comparison to their sister or their spouse or another woman because we have to, they have to access just the front left, whereas a female sits in that chair and accesses the whole brain. So what I'm doing is I'm getting males to access the whole brain um, by dealing with the way their brains are structured. That's a, uh, there's a lot uh, tied up in that, isn't there? I mean, um, you know, for uh, a, a father playing catch with his son when he wants to talk to him about something is uh, probably a pretty good idea. Oh, exactly. That's why I'm throwing the ball, and I say that in the article. I, and I, I wrote a, sort of a whole book for practitioners that's like the guidelines, you know, and it's called How Do I Help Him? And it's all these strategies that have worked for me over the last 30 years in helping guys to access. And, and um, I make direct reference to the wisdom of, of fathers and sons doing things with objects that move through space, um, which are like balls, you know, playing basketball, throwing a baseball. What, what that does to the brain is it acts, acts, um, accesses the right side. And remember, females have words on the right side, so they can sit down, and they, they have word centers on both left and right. Um, but if I want to get males to access their whole brain in the same way, I am going to throw something back and forth with them and try that at least with them so that they'll access the right side, which is where they're doing spatials, which is objects moving through space. And I know this sounds really complicated, but what it comes down to is just everyone needs to remember, and this is what the APA just isn't dealing with, everyone needs to remember that the male and the female brain are structured differently. So you, you just can't say to guys, sit in a chair and talk to me for 50 minutes and expect to retain those guys in therapy. Most of them will leave because it doesn't fit them. But if we walk with them and throw balls back and forth and do all these strategies, they, they, and talk to them about manhood and masculinity, which are very important to most guys, um, you know, they can do better and we can retain them in therapy. And that's the big thing I think has been missed by the APA. We're talking to Michael Gurian. He's executive director of the Gurian Institute, an author of 32 books, many of them on masculinity and boys and how to raise boys and how to treat them. Uh, you know, what you just um, said there, Michael, um, while you were saying that, I'm thinking, well, what about, um, are you making an argument for single gender education? Because uh, boys are expected to do the same thing as girls, which is sit still and be quiet and learn in a classroom, and, and their brains are, as according to you, are structured differently so that it's, it's harder for them to do that than it is for girls. Yeah, the, the Gurian Institute's work is, is um, to help both co-ed and single-sex schools and both co-ed and single-sex classrooms, you know, uh, because most classrooms are co-ed. So, so what we do is we train the, all the teachers who are really great people, right, working, working really hard, but will not have had this training because the academic world doesn't show the scans to them of male and female brains. So they, they walk into classrooms, co-ed classrooms, they don't, they don't realize. So they're wondering, why are they losing these boys? Why are boys failing out? Why are boys misbehaving? Well, um, once they get that training in co-ed classrooms, that absolutely helps. So, so I'm not anti-co-ed and pro-single-sex or something. They're both good. So, but, but if co-ed classrooms don't have the training, that's where they hemorrhage males. And, and then with single sex, it's a wonderful innovation. And we have a whole subdivision that works with single sex schools and classrooms um, because they've made the decision, just like you described, that they're going to separate them. And it's usually in middle school, but it could be at another age. And they're going to separate them and teach them math, science, language arts, these things separately. And, and the data is really good for them, too, once they've gotten training and done that. They, um, you know, there are a lot of boys who, who will just kind of be shy and pull away from a co-ed classroom of 30 when they're doing language arts, and they can't compete with most of the girls in that classroom. But now they'll really come through. They're in a boy-only environment. And the same for girls, by the way. Girls who go into a girl-only environment, like in math, they, do, they often do better because now they don't you know, feel they can't compete with a few of those incredibly math-smart boys who are in that classroom. So, yeah, I, I love single-sex. I don't think co-ed is bad or anything, but, I, yes, I love single-sex. 
Well, I went to an all-boys school way back in the 20th century, a long time ago, uh, and, and there's only really uh, one all-boys school left here in Pittsburgh, Central Catholic, and um, got a great reputation. But um, And I didn't think I was going to go in this direction with you, but in, when you were talking about this, it, it just occurred to me that um, you know, you're you're just you're you're making a really good case for uh, for single sex education, uh, but you're also flying in the face of what's going on everywhere else, which is that you know there's no difference between the the genders. Yeah, well, and that's kind of the the um, the irony or the catch twenty two that like the APA is in, and and all all these academic institutions, and um, you know, I myself am an academic, right? I come from that background. But I left academics specifically um, to form my own institute. I left because when I was in academics, there was, there was this constant talk of there is no male-female. And yet I and they, everyone had access to all these brain scans, so we could clearly see that male and female brain are different. But the academic world shut, shut, puts that aside. And there are reasons that folks do that, and I totally understand those reasons. They feel like if we talk about male-female difference, we'll go back to the 18th century or something. Well, you know, where women, where women are oppressed and, yeah. and males are superior. But th- the reality is that doesn't happen. Um, this is just like old 50, 100-year-old thinking. Uh, when, we, when we really teach people about male-female brain, uh, as, as we've been doing for about 30 years now, when we do that, those schools, those counselors, those parents, so improve the lives of both their boys and girls that it, it, you know, it makes me kind of sad that the academic world is stuck 50 years ago you know, saying, well, if we show a female, women will be oppressed. It just makes me sad. I saw a stat a couple of days ago that 78% of elementary school teachers are women and 50% of boys are raised by single mothers. You write that most new counselors are women. Um, and this doesn't sound like a really good situation for boys and men who are looking for help. Well, and these women are wonder, you know, wonderful people, and we and they can get trained, and they understand, and they're instinctive, and they're you know they can do a um, uh, a great job. But if they, it, it, but there are two things to say. One is they can't do it alone. If you're raising boys, you know we really need to get that male energy, the father, and all, all the data shows this. I don't think anyone would argue against this. Mm-hmm. That fathering is a core part of raising kids who are healthy, who are successful, who are loving, you know, who can be married, who can raise children in the next generation. Fathers are crucial, and males are crucial. So, so they are crucial. But it's not a condemnation of women, you know, because uh, primary education is going to always be predominantly women. So, and these are good women. They're wonderful people. But we've got to get them this information so that they see what boys need. And, and I'll give you some quick examples. This is happening constantly in child care and preschool where it's almost completely women, and they aren't getting any of this training. No one has shown them these brain scans or anything. So they're constantly correcting these boys for normal behavior and, and, and telling the boys they're being bad. Like, like when the boys, um, when they're reading in circle time to the boys, they'll say, come to circle time to the boys and girls, and the girls will come over to circle time and sit still and listen. But two or three of the boys are really wired, you know, cerebellum. They're, they're going to move around a lot. Yeah. And the teachers think if they don't sit still, they're not going to retain the lesson or the book when just the opposite is true. Wow. If they had gotten training, they'd say, well, oh, if they roll around, that's when they're going to hear it and, and retain it. So it's a, a lot about getting them the training, and then it's a lot about telling the culture that masculinity is fine. We've got to get more masculinity. Well, boy, that, that's going against the flow right now, getting more masculinity. Um, uh, football, wrestling, and hockey coaches shouldn't be too happy with the um, the American Psychological Association's advice to remove masculinities that involve competition, aggression, strength, and power. I'm glad nobody tried to remove that from me when I was a, a kid. Yeah, they're saying that because they bought into a concept that, that competition, strength, power, etc., is going to harm uh, girls, uh, which is wrong. I raised two daughters, it's wrong, and is going to harm sensitive boys who maybe aren't as into competition or team sports. And so the, the APA and most of the psych field, the academic psych field, is involved in that concept. And they've just leapt into that concept without proof that competition is harmful. Um, uh, actually, competition builds resilience. So both boys and girls should be involved in competition. Uh, aggression builds resilience. But they're afraid aggression will become violence. They're afraid competition becomes violence. So 
So they just draw the line. They just say, since we don't want violence, which, by the way, I think you and I agree no one wants, Mm -hmm. since we don't want violence, let's just stop all this other stuff. And that's where they're wrong. Uh, We want to direct this healthy masculine energy. Uh, We don't want to pretend it can stop. That's just not going to happen. But uh, when it comes down to violence, a boy's um, opinion of what this violence and a girl's and a man's and a woman's are different. Uh, yes, and I. And, oh, and, sorry, and go so, ahead. Yeah, so um, I mean, when when you're a, you're dealing with an eight, nine, ten year old kid, he's going to do some violent things that really aren't violent. Right, and I like saving our sons is a place where I make the distinction between aggression and violence to and to say that aggression is healthy, violence is unhealthy, and aggression is when one person, one one organism, you know, yeah. tries to challenge or push against another. Not trying to destroy, but challenge, push against, and that requires the other organism, the other person, to challenge back, to push back. That's healthy aggression, and we want that from everyone because it builds resilience, it builds maturity, it also builds success, like in, in games or competition or the workplace. So it's a good thing. Violence is when you try to destroy someone else. And so, for example, a, a, a 10-year-old boy who, who knocks against someone and knocks that person into the locker you know, then that, and, and not violently, it's just aggression. It's just the way he relates. It's a kind of aggressive love, I call it. And then the guy, the other guy, pushes him back, right? And they do that and they laugh. That's aggression nurturance. That's actually very nurturing, and it's great for the brain. And you know what, though? If if my if my wife or my daughter sees their, their two boys doing that, they tell them to cut it out. And, and you know that happens everywhere. It does. It does. And I know why people do that. We all know why they do it. And, and I always say to people who instinctively tell them to cut it out, I'll always say, well, okay, if in the environment you're in, you don't like that behavior and you have authority, you know, you can say that. But, but whatever you do, don't try to think there's something wrong with the guys for doing it. Um, let them do it in some other environment because there is nothing wrong with it. And it's, it's, fact, it's in fact good. Only if the one kid you know, is a bully and punches the other kid. Right. And, you know, bullying is violence, and, and there's a lot of bullying. Uh, but, but normal aggression is not violence, and it's not bullying. It's healthy. Michael Gurry, and I, I, we're out of time. I could go longer, but I don't have any more time left. I really appreciate you talking to us about this. My pleasure. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you. And we'll be right back. Are you about to pay double for roof replacement or repair? If you haven't called Windows or Us, you just might. Many companies are overcharging area homes and businesses nearly double. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is more than a window company. They're the area's premier exterior replacement company for siding, doors, gutters, downspouts, and roof replacement and repair. Factory certified by North America's largest roof manufacturer, Windows R Us will never overcharge. You'll love their no-pressure sales approach, straightforward pricing, and the fastest turnaround in the business. Right now, get zero interest for 12 months on up to $20,000. Windows R Us will match any competitor's price. No hidden fees or surprises ever. Schedule a free roof inspection today. Mention AM 1250 for an exclusive 10% off. Why pay double? Visit the area's premier exterior replacement company. Windows R Us, more than a window company. Visit windowsruspittsburgh.com. G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest Free. I want to personally thank all my Plug-In Pest Free customers who have taken the time out to call, write, and who have left messages to thank me for ridding their homes and businesses of unwanted rodent and pest problems. So from me to you, I thank you. Plug-In Pest Free is the only scientifically tested and, more importantly, consumer-proven electromagnetic pest management system since 1995. Why put up with those annoying rodents and pests any longer? Plug-in Pest Free is 100% chemical free, making it your safest bet to manage your rodent and pest problems around your family and pets. With a 60-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. So order yours today at gopestfree.com. Use promo code RADIO20 for 20% off and free shipping. That's gopestfree.com, promo code RADIO20. Don't spray and regret Plug in and forget. Go pestfree.com today. Patriot Mobile wants you to know that you can get a great deal while spending zero of your hard-earned dollars on liberal causes. As President Trump has said, we are in a crisis, and that means every dollar counts. Don't waste your efforts on something as simple as your cell phone. You're going to use it every day and pay for it anyway, so why not switch to a company like Patriot Mobile that is actively fighting for border wall security, pro-life, and Second Amendment rights? 
Patriot Mobile makes the transition easy. And you can call 1-800-PATRIOT and talk to a real live person who shares your traditional American values and will help you save money and switch from big mobile to America's only conservative cell phone company. You get the same reliable nationwide service. And with unlimited plans starting as low as $20 per month, why wait? Visit them online at patriotmobile.com forward slash Hugh or call them at 1-800-A-PATRIOT, 1-800-272-8746. Patriot Mobile, let's secure the border and secure the future of America. PatriotMobile.com forward slash Hugh or call them at 1-800-A-PATRIOT. The IRS finally caught up with Louie. I hadn't paid my taxes in eight years. I owed the IRS a lot of money. Louie was in deep trouble. We're going to take your house, put a lien on your bank account, uh, garnish your pay. They don't care. They're going to take your paycheck. Louie found out about Optima Tax Relief, the leading tax resolution firm. A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, they've resolved over a half billion dollars for their clients. Optima Tax, they helped me. They calm me down. They made me feel comfortable and I trust them. Louie has a lot to be thankful for. I don't owe the IRS anymore and I'm able to live a comfortable life, a lot better life. It was because of Optima Tax. For tax help you can trust, call Optima now for a free consultation. Take it from Louie. If you owe the IRS, don't go on the law. Give Optima Tax a call. They can help you. Call 800-748-5713. 800-748-5713. Optima Tax Relief. Testimonial from an actual client. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. The John Steigerwall Show. AM 1250, The Answer. Hey, we're about out of time. Only about a minute here. Uh, went a little too long on the last segment, but... Um, uh, I hope you enjoyed the uh, the man show today. We talked mostly about men and toxic masculinity and all that stuff. Um, and um, I should mention uh, in the last few seconds here, Mike Munchak, the Steelers' offensive line coach, has left. He's going to the Denver Broncos. Uh, he is probably their most respected assistant coach. It's not the end of the world to lose a line coach, but he's probably their most um, – well-respected assistant coach, and they've lost their two of their best players, Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell. Not a good off season so far for the Steelers, and I you get the feeling when this stuff keeps happening that maybe the situation there is getting a little, how do you say, toxic. I'll talk to you tomorrow. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.